Is there any food you don't like? Have we all got food we don't like? Charles, any food you don't like? What, what, don't, you, what don't you like? Oranges. <laughs> so if I asked you to throw my orange peel away, in fact, if I came anywhere near you with the orange peel, what would happen? What would happen, Dad? She'd run away. She might scream at me. <laughs> I won't do that. Are you all right with oranges? Yeah, all right, okay. It's fine. <laughs> It's nice, isn't it? Oh, no, you know, that's, you know what that is. I've got some food in here. Spoons. Oh, hello. I need three pairs of hands now. Um, I'd like somebody to taste this. Don't all rush, then. <laughs> Notice the, magi ma the, ma the magicians? The musicians? Oh, is that a Freudian slip? I don't know. The musicians are just keeping very quiet because they've seen this. Joe, are you going to come and do this? Oh. Have, a smell of that. Have a smell of that, Fred. Don't say what it is. Do you, do you like that smell? It's, he's a bit iffy about that. What, Johnny, what did you do? When I, yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> you want to take the spoon? You want to smell it? You still up for it? Yep. Go on then. Oh. Well done. Nice? Yeah, it's my mind, right? it's, do, is it nice? Yeah. Anybody else want to try? No, well, you can't use the same spoon now, can you? <laughs> we could run out of spoons here if we're not careful. Joe, thank you very much. What, what is it? Marmite. It's Marmite. Oh. What's wrong? Uh, who likes Marmite? Who doesn't like Marmite? Do you love Marmite? I absolutely hate Marmite. Oh, you couldn't eat it like that, no. No, but you did. Well done, thank you. Marmite. You either hate it, Oh, you love it. Ah, I hate it. Some of you know exactly where I think it comes from, but I won't say that in public. <laughs> you can explain that one later. Stuart, do you want one of these? Do you want one of these? Do you want to smell that? Yeah? Do you want one of those? I know you do. That's why. Hollis? Later. Uh, Wendy? Do you, well, go on, have an olive. She's refusing. Just a gin. Olive? Anybody? Anybody up there called Olive? No? You'll have one. Olive. Do you like olives? On pizza. Well, I suppose anything covered in cheese is all right, isn't it? But do you know what? I think I'd still take my, the olive off. Anybody not like olives up there? They're horrible, aren't they? <laughs> Except on pizza. Do you like them? Yeah. Lovely. Uh, lovely. You, you've just discovered you don't like olives. Yeah. Fine. 
It is, yeah. It's all a bit weird. Those of you sitting there going, what's this got to do with scripture? We're going to get there. I don't want an olive. There you go. You can have those. Now, I really do need a volunteer for this one. Somebody brave. Come on, then. Come on, Noah. Can you hold the microphone just for a There you go. I've got too many head, hands. Too many heads. Does that look good? Let's just see what other people think. Do you have, do you have a smell of that? Yeah? Oh. oh. Have a smell of that, Richard. What do you think? You're okay. Oh, flipping out. This has been stinking my fridge out for about a year. A year? <laughs> that's, made, that's made it palatable, hasn't it? Do you want to try it? As long as it's not been there for a year. Can I have the rest? Yeah. Can I bring it up with you? You can, yeah. Kimchi. Kimchi. <laughs> Basically, Southeast Asian vegetables. Korean. Is it specifically Korean, is it? Fermented cabbage. Now, it's been in the fridge for about a year. It's been on about three journeys as well. It's been to Bath and back and <laughs> Southampton and back and... Brent Bags. He's all right. How many people have eaten that? No, see, Anna, you're with me. It's just... See, it made all my cheese smell like kimchi now, which is a bit weird in the fridge. But anyway, some food we just, we just don't like and we can't eat. Ruth, something special for you. Just, just, I've got it just for you, though. I've got it for you. Mm. Do you want that? Do you want to be ill? What would happen if you ate that? What would happen, Chris? Bad things. Bad things. <laughs> this is the GP's technical... <laughs> I get cramps. You get cramps. So actually, if you ate that, it wouldn't do you any good at all. No? Put them. You can have the you can have the rest of the marmite on this if you want, but some food we can't eat. Yeah. What happens if you guys drink alcohol? No, after you. Oh, okay. So um, my tongue swells, my throat swells, my heart goes fast, I feel dizzy, and then I start to shake. Do you hear that? Tongue swells, throat swells. You start, your heart rate goes right up, starts to sh feel dizzy and to shake. If you kept drinking alcohol, what would happen? Um, so there's an increased incidence of head and neck cancers and skin cancers. And um, if you have one portion of alcohol, it's, it's toxic. It's toxic. How many of us had a glass of wine last night? Yeah. 
You did Mike, did you? Yeah. Mike's all right, he gets all the alcohol in the house. But some food is poisonous to us. Some food, actually, essentially what you're saying to the end, nth degree, it will kill you in the end. Too much alcohol is toxic, it will kill you. <coughs> 2 Corinthians 5, 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. So that in him we might become the righteousness of God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. The food thing, some of it's choice. Could I actually eat? Could I actually eat the Marmite? Probably, if I really had to. I don't like it, but I choose not to. Along with the kimchi and the olives. I just brought food I didn't like. But some of you, it's lovely. But some things that we can't bear, we choose, it's out of choice. Some things we're allergic to. And it causes us problems. Now, it wouldn't kill you, but it hurt, and it wouldn't be good for you. Some is so anathema, and that's the word I want you to hold on to today, is so anathema to us that eventually it would kill us. Eventually it's toxic. John 14.30 says this. This is Jesus speaking. I'll not speak with you much longer, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold on me. Different translation, he has nothing in me. What is anathema to God? What is anathema to God? Sorry, anybody? Sorry? Sin. Sin is completely anathema to God. Did he design Adam with sin in mind? No. What caused Adam and Eve, whether you believe in literal or metaphorical, I don't mind, because the principle is still the same. What caused them to sin? You can blame the serpent if you want. The serpent was the provocation to sin, but what caused them to sin? Their choice. Their choice. What causes me not to eat? Choice. We have more control over our lives than we realize, especially spiritually. Adam was designed without sin. Jesus is the second Adam. What does he not have? Satan has nothing in me, on me, no hold over me. Jesus is sinless. He's perfectly connected to his Father. Perfectly. 
even in the incarnation. The Trinity hasn't been separated in the incarnation. He hears perfectly. Why do we not hear perfectly? Because of our... Are you getting there yet? The questions I keep asking, the answer's the same. It's not Jesus this time, it's sin. We don't hear... Per- but Jesus heard perfectly. Jesus did. Jesus responded to somebody who was sick. Sometimes he commanded healing. Sometimes he commanded the demon off... Sometimes he said this only comes out by prayer and fasting. Jesus knew exactly what was going on. Why? Because he was perfectly connected to his father. Because he had no... Jesus is the second Adam. Jesus is the second. He is the perfect, sinless human. And he is divine. He's connected to the father perfectly in his humanity and sin is anathema to God anathema we use the word anathema in English but it's a straight up and down Greek word we borrowed it straight into the language thema, theme, ana, away from it's the thing that is away from that which is deemed to be correct it's that that is been put outside condemned something that is out so honestly that kimchi is anathema to me because it would just bleh, i could not take it into myself i could just about manage the olive and the marmite god cannot look on sin yet he looks on us because of jesus Sin is completely anathema to God. It's anathema to him. Outside of what is the design. What is the normal. Outside that of that. And condemned. You and I were anathema to him until we're born again. And the life of Christ comes and lives in us. The world is anathema to him, yet he loves the world. Any sin is anathema to him. Anything carrying sin is anathema to him. I think some of you are already getting where I'm going. Especially those who have heard it once already. If something is anathema to God, it's detestable. It's not wanted in the presence. It's accused. It's damned. Matthew 26, 36 to 42. Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. He said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. He said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He knows what's coming. Is Jesus fully divine? So what is sin to him? Anathema. The one thing he cannot countenance. Say here, keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it's possible, 
May this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Dad, have I really got to eat Marmite? More than that, isn't it? Dad, do I really have to do? You know this is the one thing that I can't, we, we can't do. But not my will, but yours. Can we go back to 2 Corinthians 5.21? God made him who had no sin to carry sin. Is that what it says? To take our sin in the bucket with him up to the cross. To carry our sin on his shoulders as we sang in the hymn. Yes, but no. <laughs> he made him sin. The one thing that the Father cannot bear, that is detestable, that cannot be in his presence, that is condemned. The one thing that Jesus has fully divine is detestable to him. He didn't just take it. He didn't just taste it. He became it. Do you get it? Do you get it? Problem is we get it, but we don't. But we do, but we don't. But we don't. Do you know what? We don't. Oh, but we do. But we don't. Oh. Sorry, that's just a little insight to my week preparing. Lord, I get this, do you? Let me show you a bit deeper. Oh, Lord, I don't get this, do I? Right, I get that now. Okay, shall we show you a little bit deeper? Oh, my goodness. It's not just me having to go to Chelsea and cheer Chelsea on, or Fulham. It's more than that. I might not like those two football teams, but I don't despise them. They're not anathema to me. Matthew 27, 46. I've got it written down here. I can't remember what it says. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Of course. Jesus becomes sin. All through his incarnation, he's still perfectly connected to the Father. I wondered about doing a thing where I tied somebody to their dad or whatever and see if we could make it work. But it's not a good enough analogy. Because the closeness between the Father and Jesus, even in the incarnation, is so much greater than that. Because they are one. They are separate, but they are one. But they're not separated, but they are one. If you work out how to explain the Trinity, let me know later. I'll use it. Because <laughs> we wrestle with it. Is God three or is he one? He is. He's three in one. 
but we can't give a function to the Father and a function to the Son and a function to the Son. That's heresy. They're all one. Who convicts us of sin? Is it Jesus or the Holy Spirit or the Father? Yes. Ah. Who do you talk about more readily? For years I talked about Jesus more readily. I find myself talking to the Father more readily now. But I still talk to Jesus. And because I was brought up in a, you know, because my initial Christian walk was not in a church that really believed in the Holy Spirit, therefore I don't talk to the Holy Spirit. Oh, hang on, yes I do. <clears throat> I'm not helping much, am I? But I'm, saying it's, I'm basically saying it's all right to wrestle with some of this stuff, as long as we ask to get it. He became sin for us. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, Dad, what's going on? My translation. My God. My God. Why have you forsaken me? They've been separate, but not separated. Here. Is it that the Trinity breaks? Maybe I can't go that far. But boy. We sang, God turned his face away. Do you know, he didn't turn his, way, his face away from his son. He turned his face away from the sin that his son had become. Not because his son deserved to become, not because Jesus did it so that he sinned and there, but he'd become sin for us. Tempted in every way, yet without sin, he came, became sin for us. And the father turns his face away. Why? Because of what you and I have done. We haven't done anything bad because of, we have turned our back on God. Can't read own handwriting. Put glasses on. Jesus has become sin. This is his father's plan. God made him. And, Jesus, and the father does sustain Jesus through this, and we come through to the resurrection. But at that moment, Jesus' heart is breaking, isn't it? In every ounce of his being, he is in pain. Because he's eaten something, not that he doesn't like, not that might give him stomach cramps, but he's eaten something, he's taken something into himself that will kill him. And he's done it knowing it's going to kill him. Because he knows that it killing him is the only way and the only sacrifice that will make any difference. In the Old Testament, when they laid the sin on the scapegoat, the escape goat, the goat, the goat became sin. And it got killed, and the blood atoned for the, for the sins of the nation. The blood of this lamb atoned for the sins of the world. It's his pain, it's his separation. It's his isolation. 
It's him becoming sin that atones for all the daft things we do and all the horrible things we do and all the major horrible things in the world. He's, he's sorted it. But do you get it? That he became sin for us. He ate the orange for us. So we don't have to be worried about it anymore. This is nothing new, is it? You all know this, don't you? But do you know it? You know it, but do you know it? For some of us, we know it, we understand it with our head. And it needs to go from head to heart. Doesn't mean you're not born again. Doesn't mean you're not living with the Lord. Doesn't mean you're second class or anything like that. It just needs to get deeper. And for us to go, oh. For others, it's in the heart. It just needs to go deeper again. Into the gut. So we don't go, oh, we go, oh. And at times we go, oh. And at times we weep. We weep. Because Jesus died for me. No, I mean it. Sorry, I can hear the voices in the spiritual room. We weep. And do you know what we're weeping with? joy and thanksgiving oh and we recognize the pain 